You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. 702. Well, Nani's on Afternoon Drive. We are taking your calls, 11 883 uh, The SADC de- delegation that is uh, said to be going to Harare tomorrow to speak to President Robert Mugabe. What's the offer you think they should make him that he can't refuse? Of course, a number of you on Twitter uh, saying that, uh, with all due respect to Zuma, I don't think he's in any position to tell Mugabe or other presidents to resign. That, of course, referring to President Zuma's own troubles in his own backyard. Ian Jameson says, offer Bob some Nandos. That will get him onto his walker. Uh, Kuguletu explains that perhaps the impeachment proceedings were moved to a hotel because the parliamentary building is too small. Not sure about that. But that's what's going to be unfolding tomorrow. We do understand the impeachment proceedings are underway. And uh, we're now joined on the line from Harare by senior researcher at uh, the Institute for Security Studies, and that's Derek Matizak, a man we've spoken to a number of times on this station in recent day. Derek, good afternoon to you, and thank you for your time. Yes, most welcome. How are things playing out at the moment with the impeachment proceedings? Have they begun? They have begun. Uh, the impeachment proceedings, are, they take place in two stages, um, and that requires uh, both houses of parliament, the Senate and the National Assembly, to come together to vote to initiate the impeachment proceeding. That's 350 members. They don't all fit into either the National Assembly or the Senate, so they've adjourned to a local hotel in the capital uh, at the conference center there, and they are sitting and uh, preparing or in the process of or have already done uh, passing this motion to investigate the issue of whether Mugabe should be removed from office. And of course, it's not just ZANU-PF. The opposition parties are also in on uh, the action, trying to make sure everyone is on the right side of history on this, no doubt. Uh, well, that's, it wasn't as straightforward as that because there was some concern that maybe ZANU-PF would not be able to raise the numbers by themselves and that the MDC could then use, the opposition MDC party could use uh, their votes to try and secure a place at the table for the new government that will be put together by Emerson Monangagwa. So what will President Jacob Zuma and João Lorenzo actually do when they come to Harare tomorrow? Uh, they, it depends on how far the impeachment process has gone, I suppose, because it's, it's you know, this process could be concluded fairly swiftly but i'm sure they what they'll be trying to do is to secure mr mugabe's position so that he's not subject to any retribution or anything like that so i'm sure they they're just trying to make sure that there's a peaceful and and graceful exit for mr mugabe i don't see that there's any way back uh, for mr mugabe or that he can hold on uh, much longer because there has been a good turnout of parliamentarians at the parliament and it does look like they're going to be able to secure the 233 votes that are required to get this impeachment process through. Is there any chance that this process could be challenged successfully by Robert Mugabe should it not go his way? 
It's, it, there is a, a technically a, a, a means of challenging it, but I don't see that while that challenge is being determined that uh, Mr. Mugabe would be allowed to remain in office. The Constitution says that the moment the, the two-thirds majority vote is secured, Mugabe immediately loses office. There are no further steps to be taken. So I don't think that there would be any procedure whereby if he immediately filed an appeal that he would remain in office. Now and the, if he had t- sorry. Sorry, Derek. The, the, the sacked Vice President Emerson Mnagangwa, does uh, he automatically become next in line? And how do they deal with the fact that, of course, he was dismissed and technically isn't part of the executive at the moment? Yes, um, it's not immediate. There, there are some steps that have to be followed. The Constitution uh, provides that if the president is removed from office, the vice president, we had two of them who last acted as acting president, uh, takes over for a maximum 90-day period. And in that period, the ZANU-PF party submits a nominee to take over from the president to serve out the remainder of his term of office. However, on Sunday, the ZANU-PF party went ahead and named their uh, their candidate already. They they already have selected Emerson Munangagwa to take over from the president. So all that would need to be done once that vote goes through is to submit that name to the Speaker of the National Assembly and no doubt they would have the Chief Justice waiting in the wings to come and swear in Mr. Munangagwa. So after the vote is passed, Mr. Munangagwa could be sworn in as president in as short a time as as 15 minutes. Now, we all assume that perhaps this is going to be a fair complete in a sense, but is it, uh, are we to read anything in the fact that uh, Mnagagwa has refused to return to Zimbabwe, saying that until his security has been assured, he's not coming back? Why that reluctance? Well, yes, he needs to make sure that everything's in the bag before he returns. I think his concerns for his safety are well-founded, um, and Mr. Monangagwa has said with some justification, really, he's taken the approach. He said, look, this is not a fight between me and Mr. Mugabe. This is a fight between Mr. Mugabe and the people. And the people are resolving this issue through parliament. And if they resolve it through parliament and uh, decide that they wish me as president, which the party has already done, then he will return to take up the mantle and not before then. And I think that's probably the best way to approach this. There are those, of course, who say this is ultimately not really even about Robert Mugabe, but rather an anti-Grace Mugabe move because she's been seen by many as having been the power behind the throne. Where is she now and what happens to her next? I, we've, we're not clear where, where she is. Our understanding is that she has been at the Mugabe residence while this drama has been unfolding. It's very likely that if she can see that the impeachment process is, is going through, that she might decide to leave the country um, while she sees, uh, while she assesses her future and where she wants to live. All right, Derek Matizak there on the line from Harare, senior researcher at the Institute for Security Studies. Taking your calls, 011-883-0702. What message should Jacob Zuma and uh, Joao Lorenzo bring to Robert Mugabe? What's the offer that he cannot refuse? How should they make him leave?